Yuck, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the Talking Stick episode number 10. Good to be back where we talk about indigenous culture. And Jackson, myself, Andy here. Hi. Letting everybody log on and get situated while we get our guest Chico on. Let me find him real quick. While he's doing that, let me introduce myself. I'm Yendi. I'm Kachik Elmaya on my mom's side from Guatemala. I'm Mexican on my dad's side. So my kids, they are Guatemalan, Mexican, and Yokut. And then Johnny, my baby daddy. Just kidding. Tell them what you've been working on. Um... Well, I just got done with the 50 mask order that I had, and my fingers hurt so bad um, from tying them all up. And got those done today, packed up some orders, and uh, how'd you guys like my live last week with showing all my stuff? It was out of my comfort zone, but I liked it towards the end. It was fun. No, I, I see. Oh, wait, yeah, it's the other one. And it was fun. Maybe I'll, I'll do it again. Jim and Fino. let me see. Maybe because we don't follow him? I don't follow him. Can't find him. Hold on. Can we pause it while I'm... No, live. We're live. Never I know, but that. they could pause it. We can pause while we message him. So yeah, so I've been working on those masks like the last couple of days and I finally got them done just to move on to the next big project. So I'm excited because I'm going to be getting my, if you don't know what it is, uh, ayoyotes. For those that do know, I'm getting some ayoyotes. Uh, my aunt is giving me some and I'll be getting them on Monday. I'm so excited. And I'm going to um, gift her with a, a blanket Excuse with me. a medicine wheel. I'm gonna make it, I gotta make it. I'll just probably like sew up some fabric. Um, she wants the medicine wheel in the middle. Maura, look at my nails. <laughs> my press on nails from, nice. let me see her name, her, her official name. Um, hold on. It's Latina underscore Nelling underscore it. She made these for me, mailed them to me. Well, we met up. And then, yeah, I could just put them on and take them off whenever I need to. You know, when that mom life comes in, I need to take them off. I can't do everything. Um, but I'm missing one. I don't know what happened. But, um, yeah, hit her up if you need some nails. She's in the L.A. area. She takes appointments. Hit her up. Um, oh, I wanted to show you guys this poster I got from this painter. I got to look up his name, too. Um, what else did I want to show off? <laughs> what about the new cardigans? Yeah, I think about them. The ones I've been trying to work on for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you didn't see the live last week, I was showing off everything that ago. we have. Two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I was showing off everything that we have in stock that I make. Um, and so you guys could just see it first first hand and i was i showed you guys um some cardigans that i have coming out that i've been meaning to work on for a while 
um yeah i modeled it so you can take a look at that um i'm excited for those to come out as soon as i didn't need to get on them and sew them but these other projects keep coming up so you know i gotta get them done as soon as possible we're gonna have to redo the live fine you find them now look at this hmm? you find them can i close the light mm, no okay i'm gonna pause it okay sorry guys we're trying to find him we'll get him connected here just a little miscommunication or i don't know we'll figure it out he'll be on but um let's see so what I've been doing, um, I've been, luckily I found somebody that's close in my area that I could go practice dancing. So I go to Danzas um, on Fridays and Chico, who, who we will be speaking to, is there as well. He's the one that um, invited me there, told me about it. It's his godson that puts it together, Mino. Um, so that's what I've been doing lately, every Friday, and I'm, I'm exposing Yanessa to it as well, and Jackson, they both love it. Jackson could just sleep through it. Yanessa, she will go out there and start drumming. There he is. There he is. Okay. Trying to find him. All right, here comes Chico. So, um, yeah, Yanessa, she, um, so Yanessa, um, she likes to drum, so she'll just go out there. She'll ask for permission to, um, hmm. you know, to do the drum, and um, yeah, then she'll just watch me dance. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that she uh, wants to just go out there on her own. Uh, Johnny exposed her to a hand drum while she was um, still like smaller. Exposed her to it, and so I think that helped comfortable with the drum, and so. Luckily, being in front of a crowd, like, it doesn't fade her. Yay! Chico! Finally, <laughs> <laughs> right. We found you. Or you found us. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, you know, the the uh, interesting thing about when you get old is, like, uh, you don't understand the technology quite well. And... Um, but you get, to be right. the front, <laughs> you get to be in the front line when that's right. being served. So that's a good thing. How's everybody doing? Great. How are you? Yeah. I'm doing good. Yeah, Chico, say hi. Could you hear her earlier? When she saw you, she was like, So sweet. Really, really sweet. I'm so happy that she's drumming. Yeah, I was just sharing a bit with um, our viewers how um, I was saying that I think that because Johnny exposed her to a hand drum when she was smaller than she is now, uh, I think that made her comfortable with a drum. Oh, that's that. Somebody planted. Now, when she saw the other drum, she was very comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah, so somebody planted a seed and she took off with it. That's beautiful. Good job. That's I didn't really even nice. know you were doing that. <laughs> okay, 
So let's go ahead and um, introduce ourselves, and um, I'm going to just start start this off. Um, welcome, everybody, again to the Talking Stick on episode 10. We have a full cast today here with the Wild. Kids. They're wild they're right really now. I don't know why they're wild. Uh, my name is Yendi. I'm Cachiquel Maya from my mom's side, um, Guatemalan, and I'm Mexican from my dad's side, Johnny. Johnny, too, from the Tule River tribe. We got Jackson and Ganessa. And then our tribal special members, the Tule River Tribe. And today our <laughs> special guest, our very, very special guest, Chico. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You can go ahead Thanks. and um, introduce yourself, um, where you're from, um, what tribe you're associated with, I mean, affiliated with, or uh, just go on. <laughs> well, uh, first and foremost, I wanted to thank everybody on the phone call or on the Instagram live. And um, your, is your audience pretty much young people, uh, Yendi? They're kind of basically all. Okay. So that we, we kind of keep it neutral and ground level zero and then educate along the way. That's kind of how we go along things on here. So there's no one really left behind. And there's certain protocols that we like to you know, talk about first. And then when we get on to the advanced stage, we go there. But if someone and the chat doesn't understand something or my, myself or her, we usually say something like, okay, how did, how did we get there from there? Right. Oh, well, that sounds beautiful. And I'm so glad that you said that. So I just wanted to acknowledge the truly tribe people and here at this land where I'm live and um, we, uh, uh, we uh, consider ourselves as caretakers of this land. I live in the Sequoia National Monument and we're annexed to the Tule tribe. Um, and we're on the Chuli River. And so I first and foremost wanted to acknowledge, um, you know, the spirits of the Yucca people. And what I was going to do is, if you don't mind, maybe um, for your audience, you know, we begin everything with prayer. That's the way that I was taught. And probably a lot of people who are, you know, native, uh, we begin everything with an intention, a prayer. So um, if you don't mind, I'd like to sing a song. No, and, go ahead. And, go ahead. And show You're more than the, welcome the, to. <laughs> show up my new drum. <laughs> And then, uh, then, uh, then I was going to basically uh, read something, and then, for, and then it open it up for questions and answers. Okay. So I'm gonna get my drum. Just hold on for a second. Don't go anywhere. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how did you meet Chico again? Um. So I met Chico. Oh, what the hell is? We'll talk about that later. Ooh, it's a nice, nice one. Did you just get that? Yeah, it's a it's a buffalo skin drum, and um, you know I uh, been taking trying to take good care of it, um, and just trying to uh, establish a connection to the drum and the connection to the element that um, of this uh, butterfly that we use for uh, for the two spirit ceremony. Oh, wow. that, uh, uh, the butterflies uh, pollinate things; they give us blessings because of that. And the, mm -hmm. the butterflies also serve as, uh, uh, you know, to really um, migrate. And it, for us, it, 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 they, they go through this process of evolution pretty much like all of us do. We have the characteristics of male and female. And so the butterfly is a good metaphor. Uh, and so this is why I have this drum. It's a um, buffalo skin. So I'm going to sing a song the best way that I was taught. And the song is uh, from the, the way that I learned um, is uh, from a friend of mine who is uh, 
Native American, and so I'll get get that song started and. the dog uh, was named after the Tule River. It's such a beautiful thing to live here, such a beautiful thing to be part of the, this, this area and know that the spirits, the stars and the, and the insects and the animals and everything around us. And so I feel the most amazing blessing ever in my life, besides life itself, is the fact that I live here uh, and I'm, I'm reminded many times how life, life precious is. The other thing I wanted to let everybody know is that uh, I have been had a, a wonderful relationship with the Tule River water, and I'm, I'm past my 10th anniversary of only drinking Tule River uh, filtered water for 10 years. Oh, I have wow. not bought bottled bottle water, and I felt like I really wanted to connect to that <laughs> element of the water and the element of the Tule people of the Tule River. So I'm so happy to be here. So I'm going to begin by uh, also, now that we did a little prayer, I just wanted to, you know, I hope that the, all the young people are on or any two-spirit people, non-two-spirit people, however you want to, you know, um, claim uh, your identity, who you are as a human being, is uh, I'm going to read something and then we can open up the questions and answers. And I wanted to also thank Yendi and her partner for giving me the opportunity to be here, um, you know, and so thank you. So here we go. Greetings to hearers of the world and all ten directions of this precious planet, wherever two people, people reside. My name is Chico Garza. I am a simple man of faith seeking the truth. First and foremost, I want to acknowledge all two-spirit people who were part of the massacre here in California during the gold rush. I am blessed to be surrounded by the Tule River nature and the beautiful heavens here in the Yokuts land. I hope that you and your families are well and in good spirit. 
We are fervently praying for all Native nations and the Chile tribe known as the Yucca people to never dissipate from this precious planet. We are determined in our vow to be united with indigenous nations never to be defeated and to thrive no matter what. We pray for the most important work that you are doing continues to bless those in need. We pray that you never go hungry and that the Tule River water never gets contaminated. We pray that the animals and the bears continue to bless you and those who visit the great area home of the giant Sequoia trees. We pray that our native people and children who are incarcerated we pray for all the murdered Native women, including those who are transgenders who have lost their lives. I must first and foremost acknowledge my teachers and my mentors who have helped me to become who I am today. My main mentor of 42 years is Dr. Daisako Ikeda has molded me to be an unshakable uh, person during his life's harshest reality. <laughs> My revered and respected ceremony mentors of 25 years, Maestra Makli Sochi, who has taught me the importance of discipline and to live in accordance with what Mother Earth is in need of. My mother, known as Medicine Woman, and Grandmother Michi, whose cremation's ashes are at the Sequoia National Monument underneath a Sequoia giant tree. I also want to acknowledge my Maestra Marta Solis from Morelos, Mexico, for planting the seed of danza in the early 1990s, as well as my Temascal Maestra Sandra Sijuatl. My mentor and my partner for teaching me to apply nature restorations into ceremony. This very spot, this very land where I'm at, is the place of the Temascali known as the Sweat Lodge. It is the place I had a spiritual vision to share the medicine with the two spirit people four years ago. This is the starting point of ceremony for us, as well as the chilling death case of Gabriel Fernandez, who was in the impetus to follow through with the making of the ceremony. This ceremony will always be for two-spirit people to come back to nature ethics by supporting Mother Earth with stewardship and planting sequoia trees and wildflowers. We chose the Easter weekend for ceremony because it's the peak of the wildflower season here with the beautiful lupin and the beautiful uh, California indigenous poppies. We consider the youth and elders who might not have families or, or nowhere to go during this holiday, this natural sanctuary connected to the Tule River is a spot that we can create the most value by hearing the winds, the hummingbirds, the insects, and the clean air. Most important that this is the, the land providing us with blessings and night stargazing our intent is to help people to heal their hearts with nature. Our template that reduces the impact of nature while creating a healthy native food supply based on grains. We will always include clean filtered water for, the, for our 100 participants who attend the ceremony. As we create our narrative to once again claim our spiritual connection to Mother Earth 
and further understanding of the interconnectedness of all living beings in plants, rocks, sky, water, and fire, and the minutest particles of dust. We are here to teach ourselves and others the sanctity of life with our behavior as good citizens of the world, with our communities and our families. By understanding the way of nature, we are understanding ourselves. The time has come to seize our own two-spirit ceremonies, but first and foremost, we should win the trust of our communities and families. I know that many of the two-spirit youth might be in circumstances where parents that are hostile, hostile to them in their homes and not a safe place of, of comfort. I know in my heart that your patience will one day pay off. You can make things easier with your parents by making them at ease, by assuring them that one day things will change between you and them. Um, try your best in creating a soft power dialogue with them, but mostly help them with chores around the house and make them at ease. Please, under under circumstances, become homeless and take the utmost precious life care of yourself with these harsh realities that we are facing now. During my 30 years in San Francisco that became my training ground, I raised my daughter and many youth who slept over who had run away from their home. As a single father, many times we visited the food bank and we hustled to make ends meet. These are all my treasures of the heart. All two spirit people must win over themselves with addictions and seek help by surrounding yourselves with an army of good people. Please avoid walking in the streets alone, especially at night. Two spirit people must ever be vigilant in picking mentors and teachers and elders. There's a saying that it's better to fear bad teachers more than a, bat, a pack of mad elephants. I'll repeat that again. There's a saying that it's better to fear a bad teacher more than a pack of mad elephants. Also, that a bad mentor will lead you to hell. The time has come to create dialogue around spiritual teachers that hide behind means words that appear to be grounded, but in fact need to be in re re reformed in their homophobic stagnation. We must never tax others based on superiority, but merely behave as good citizens on the basis of cause and effect. We must create a society that can raise our individual life state through nonviolence, education, peace, and culture. Our current society that is deeply immersed in greed, anger, and foolishness known as the three poisons is one of the reasons we are challenged with the current social problems. When our mindset changes, our world will change too. We must bring an end to children abuse. We must bring a change in the consumption of rare extinct animals, such as shark fin soup and other animals that are created in an unbalance of nature. Wildlife trade and the destruction of nature will not stop us, stop this virus that has created plagues. It is not nature that needs fixing, but our, our humans ourselves. Our current crisis has brought us 
the pause to give animals in nature a break. There's reports of cleaner air in Los Angeles, ocean turtles appearing without the presence of humans. The evidence of the canals in Milan, Italy are cleaner than ever. Humans have the capacity to create so much destruction, but yet demonstrate the create, to create goodness, the heartfelt compassion. Two-spirit people must never become ethnocentric as better than others because we take a stance on protecting nature, but have a standalone spirit to lead the way. I ask that you get an education, bring your wise knowledge back to our communities. As a single father to my daughters, I must insist that females and transgender never be alone in circumstances like walking home alone. Also, never allow yourself to be in a domestic violent, violent relationship. You must always protect your precious lives. Let's, let's enjoy the rest of this uh, Instagram live chat. Uh, please uh, live a long life and take the utmost care of your health seven generations back and seven generations forward. Thank you for another day of life and another year to live again. Thank you for that. Yeah. Very, uh, very uh, educational too. Yeah. Hearing a lot of those stories or uh, what people go through. Yeah. So if you guys want to open it up to maybe a question and answer or comments, you know, if you didn't like what you heard, that's okay too. You know, I think it's important for us to create a new narrative during this, this time of change. You know, I, I know that, um, you know, I had mentioned about the, the massacres and, you know, uh, there was 150,000 people that were massacred. In the yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. And, um, you know, Within the 150,000 that happened actually here, not 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 too far from Springville, really in Springville, uh, some of the stuff you know that, that had happened, you know, out, out of the oh. people that were murdered, Native people that were mur murdered, we don't know how many of them actually were the spirit, because we did, we, there was no data, there was no information, mm -hmm. and so we know that two spirit people were actually revered, they were actually honored and respected as honorable people. And the reason is because they felt that they had two realms of spirit, the male and the female. And many times I have played those myself. Many times I have played the role of being a father, a stern father, and then a loving mother. Or many times I have played the role of being the grandfather, you know, the grandfather figure who, who has the pillar of, of the house, and then play the grandmother who is loving and caring. So this two-spirit concept is something that, you know, the colonization really messed it up, really, really messed it up because it was regarded as this, this individual was very special. This, this person was also considered a warrior, considered a person that could connect with nature. So it had very mm -hmm. special spiritual uh, um, understanding of things. Uh -huh. And, you know, for, for, for many, many years, a lot of two-spirit people have felt like we're being displaced, you know, and meaning that we're spiritual displaced. So we're now we're trying to create this new narrative. We're trying to create this narrative of how to actually be able to be part of the community, not isolate ourselves 
for the community, not that we're better from the community, but part of, you know, part of the community. And I know that, um, you know, I, I don't want to mention any names, but there's people from the Chile tribe who have come and supported our Two-Spirit ceremony. Um, and, I, and I keep their, their names in confidence because I don't want to go, go around thinking, oh, you know, this person, whatever. Uh, but there are a lot of people who, who have, uh, who come down from the Chile tribe, who come to our ceremony and I'll tell you something, and then we can open it up. You know, there, there was a a, a a a family up there uh, that have been supporting my 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 my, my two spirits uh, ceremony. They have come down, dance, and all that. And I understood they had a, a, a misunderstanding with the, with another Yucca people from Visalia, from another family. Uh -huh. And um, you know. I didn't know that these two people were going to come together to my ceremony. Imagine that, you know, having a ceremony and the, the, the quarrel that they had for years, these two families were able, they showed up and they didn't know that we were going to, they were going to be here. They didn't know that, that that person was going to be there and they didn't know that, that person was going to be there. But in our ceremony, they were actually able to make up. Oh, and wow. me, that was the success of that, you know, that's the, the success. You know, in, in our ways, you know, when you receive a necklace, the way that we feel, and when you receive the necklace, that means you're honorable. That means you did something mm. to, 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 to deserve that, oh. that necklace, so to speak, you know? And that's kind of the way we, we do things, you know? And I was able to receive the two necklaces from both families, you know? And, you know, to me, that, that shows me that I, I'm being trusted. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really what we have to do. We have to win over ourselves to become trusted individuals because it really doesn't matter what tribe you're from or what your belief system is. You know, it really doesn't matter. What really matters is your behavior as a human being. And I think that that's where we can start to really uh, negotiate and, and create a new narrative. How can we can become better people to serve our own people? How can we become better people to serve our own tribe? How can we become better people to serve, you know, our, 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 our dark-skinned people. We have big nose, big lips, and we thick, thick noses, and we have beautiful black hair, and we have the bronze skin. You know, that is something beautiful about them, you know, and how we can lift up the spirits of those people who for years and years have been, you know, uh, you know, just belittled because of who we are. You know, I myself am attracted to my own people, you know, and it's so beautiful to be attracted to your own people. So, I, you know, with that, I think we should open it up. You guys can, you know, ask me questions if you wish to. But um, yeah, that's more or less uh, my experience uh, being uh, here, living here in the city uh, uh, river. Okay. Uh, let me just check on some comments. Um, we have had some people say hi to you on here. Um, a couple of your students are on and asking how Tuli is. Oh, Tuli died. Oh. So sorry to tell you, but let me tell you something about Tuli. <laughs> you know, in, in, in the African-American culture, Everything is black is bad luck, you know? Okay, you're a witch, you're, it's, it's considered a black. If you're a black person, you know, uh, you, you, get, you get humiliated. I mean, 
a black cat is bad luck. You know, everything that is the color black gets like this, 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 this bad negative stigma. thing. Bad stigma, correct, right? Mm -hmm. So we had a dog named Tuli. He was named after the river. Mm -hmm. And the Tuli, our dog, would always take people to the river. My oh. dog knew exactly every person was taking down to the river and they escorted down to the river. And uh, JR from the Tuli tribe came to sweat with us here in our land. And our dog, Tuli, <laughs> came into the sweat lot and he <laughs> sat on the north door and he did a whole entire uh, door. He did a whole entire door himself. And it was, it was, enter the right way, you know, when you enter oh, wow. the, to, the, to your left and go, is it called Yeah, he went around and sat on the north door. And the north door for us is the door of the disease. It is the color black. And oh. he sat on that door. And, you know, and all of the, <laughs> the JR from the Tuli Trump were like, shot, they never saw a dog. They did a whole round, one whole round. <laughs> 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 so, you know, this is the most beautiful thing, you know, and just we're so blessed um, to have this uh, nature uh, harmony. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. I yeah. wish I would have met Tuli. Oh, he was a wonderful dog. Wonderful dog. Anything Aww. else? Uh, no, that's it. Pretty much. Those are all the comments that they're saying right now. But um, if anybody has any questions, please write in the comments. We'll, um, this is open for anybody, uh, for us to educate you or share some information. Um, if you don't understand something, just let us know. Um, hi, Cynthia. Oh, now that Cynthia is on. Chico, Johnny had asked me if he wanted me to share how I met you. So I just want to let everybody know how that how that happened is uh my friend Cynthia Valdez she just came on um I had started asking her some questions about danza and like um yeah and so then she was like you know uh she told me to go to to some to 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 go practice and um I happened to to move um okay so when when I started doing that I had gone to a danza practice in LA well then the pandemic happened and then we moved to Tuli, and then she had told me about you, and then I just couldn't make it. But we met each other on Facebook, and you um, so lovingly would always send me invitations to go to practice, or if you had your ceremony, um, you you told me about it, and um, I just couldn't make it. Something would always be coming up, and then eventually, like now, uh, recently, like about a month now or two months that I went to your first practice in Visalia. And then you uh, mentioned to me that there's one in Bakersfield because it's way closer for me uh, that your godson Nino has or puts together yeah. right? the danzas, the practice. Mm -hmm. And so I'm attending his classes now and um, Chico, he goes there as well. And um, yeah, so that's how I met Chico. And I'm so grateful for Cynthia of uh, introducing me to you um because uh, yeah it's only getting better from here you know like and then with yanessa loving to drum and she'll be up there with you and every and all the drummers that's pretty cool to see how it passed how it's passing on to her so yeah so hi cynthia um we're losing you chico you're 
in and out. Oh. Uh, I wanted to give some recognition. Is that better? Is that better now? Is that better now? Okay, yeah, you're good now. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to, to give some recognition to Cynthia and her mom and her group in Los Angeles. We just really wanted to thank for all the years. I, I met Cynthia, wow, when she was like 14, 14, 15 years old. And she came to my practice and, and she shared with us about the Shilon and that she had just, uh, you know, had been made a, a, a warrior of the corn. And um, so she came to oh, our practice yeah. and, and, you know, I just wanted, wanted to acknowledge that she's been consistent with her tradition. And, you know, part of, part of what we're talking about today is that when, when, when you're in that tradition, it's, it's important not to abandon it. You know, because if you start to work out, if you go to the gym or if you, you know, have a special diet, if you only, you know, have that diet for one day and never come back and see that diet, you're never going to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Or if you start working out and you only go to one workout, right, only do one workout and you never come back, back to the gym, you're never going to get those muscle development. And the same thing with danza, the same thing with, you know, danza mexica, danza azteca. You need to be consistent in order to see what we call la danza te da abundancia, the the the, the blessings of the of the of the danza. So you know, I've been watching Cynthia, her mother, and you know, in her whole calpuli in Los Angeles, being consistent. So thank you and hooray to Cynthia for for all the work you do and all the people you impact and all the beautiful beadwork and everything you do as a warrior woman. <clears throat> Ah, yeah. Warrior mother, actually, got babies. Huh? And so, as as a warrior mother, because she has kids, she has two beautiful daughters. Twins, yeah, yeah twins. <laughs> Let's just give her two at one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I give it to her for raising two at one time, and must have been so hard. I mean, it's still. You know, it's still till they're gonna turn 18. Um, but yeah, Cynthia, we're a strong one. Um, I always think about Cynthia, how like um, she she invited me to a ceremony in La Placita Olvera. And after going to uh, Mino's practices, I thought about it, I was like, man, Cynthia just threw me out there in the fire. She put me, she let me borrow, she let me borrow one of her, her trajes and then she was like, all right, Go, just follow them. And it's not bad. Like, I like it because I could work that way when I'm just like, go ahead, go, go in there. But man, like, to some people, it may seem like, oh, she just threw me out there. But that's very humbling at the same time because it's like, you really got to get on it. You need to pay attention to learn. You got to catch on to things. And I had to just pick up some things. But her mom was there too. She, and she gave me, she let me use a, uh, a scarf. And I think she let me borrow something, maybe like a rattle or something. And she was like, you got to be strong when you're dancing out there. You got to look strong. And um, yeah, that was like my first major like learning lesson right there. And um, I think I will always remember that one. But um, but yeah, that was um, that was a pretty cool thing to learn and then to be in the in the traje. But um, let's um, touch on. Um, some of the major subjects that we wanted to speak on. Um, the first one that you wanted to speak on and which you mentioned in your, um, what what would I say, like your story or your speech that you had at the beginning? Uh -huh. 
you wanted to speak on how the older generation um, are still, correct me if I, if I say it wrong, but are still homophobic. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that how you said it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, if I may, thank you for, for uh, you know, really acknowledging that. So, uh, you know, uh, one of the interesting thing about ceremony that, you know, in some, in some, in some traditions is led by men and some traditions led by women. And, um, you know, sometimes we, we, we come up with our own prejudice and some, sometimes we feel like this should be incorporated into ceremony. And so what happened to me uh, uh, about five years ago, I had went to a ceremony and there was um, a woman there who ousted me because I was giving out flyers for the first two-spirit ceremony. And basically, she, when I gave, gave her the flyer, she went like this. And she says, we don't allow two-spirit people in our ceremony. We don't think they, should, they belong there. And I was shocked, you know, I was really shocked that this, she actually just went like that, like if I had a disease. And then what, one of the elders that I was with had told me, you know, he was actually from Visalia. It's really interesting because he has really good relationships with the Tuli people, with the Tuli tribe. Um, he had told me, hey, you know, uh, she started at the morning prayer, the morning, uh, the morning, uh, 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 what is it called? The sunrise ceremony with homophobic language. And I had just gotten there. And so I was, I had had my first cup of coffee and I was not fully awake, you know. So I just went in one ear and went at the other ear what she said, but she basically said that that uh, a, a, a man is less of a man if he's with a man and a woman has no place to be with another woman. And so, uh, so it, it didn't click, you know. And so anyway, this same individual that I gave the fly, flyer to and she went like that, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, was basically tar targeted me and not that she only targeted me openly and candidly and forcefully at the at the end of the ceremony i was asked to give palabra which is when you speak when you say something a record you know so i i took the opportunity to invite everybody to the, the two spirit the two spirit ceremony and as soon as i finished she ran to the microphone and she started talking crap about me she started saying about pedophiles and she started talking about, you know, gay people and all this crazy stuff on the microphone. And everybody turned around and looked at me. Even the Samadoras who carry the, the, the sacred fire, they turned around and looked at me and they couldn't believe, they were like, they couldn't believe that this actually, this woman was saying that during ceremony, talking hatred, talking stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I was so hurt, I was so in pain, I was so devastated by what she had done because they heard it all the way in the parking lot, you know, talking this crap about, you know, uh, homosexuals. So I left there and then it, it caught fire on social media with all these oh. things. About, you know what happened at Michigan New Year and there was this woman there and she talked crap about, you know, two-spirit people. And, you know, and, I, and I, I just remember like people were like saying, let's boycott, you know, uh, Michigan New Year. And you know, because of my prayer, my conviction, I said, no, let's not do that. Let's, let's pray for her. Let's pray for her. For her. You know, uh, the right thing to do is that, you know, is to educate her. That is the right thing to do. Not to hate her and not to go down to her level, but to educate her. So mm -hmm. anyway, um, you know, I, I came home that weekend 
and uh, on the news after you know this 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 kind of this hurt this pain that I was going through you know because we get hurt by our own people you know and that's the really sad you know we get hurt by our own people so I was driving home and on NPR there was a a a a, 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 a news about this Gabriel Fernandez one one of the biggest uh, child abuse and child torture in the history of Los Angeles where this boy's rib cage was broken, his head was, his skull was, was, was uh, you know, um, was broken and, and he had cigarette burns and his, his mother's boyfriend uh, beat him to death because they, they thought he was gay, because they thought he was gay. And, you know, it was just, I cried like I never cried in my life. I mean, I sobbed and sobbed for four hours in a car. I was just like so devastated and so hurt by this pain of this woman who could actually, you know, do this torture to her own child, you know? And we know that when little boys grow up, sometimes they, their, 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 their hormones have been checked in, their, their, their testosterone has been checked in, and sometimes they look as appear as feminine. You know, but they're not. You know, they're just going mm -hmm. through that evolution of growth, right? Mm -hmm. So this little boy lost his life, and I was feeling so pain for him. And I was thinking, I wish that I would have been that little boy, and that you know, and that he could have been saved. So that woke up this whole notion of like, this this two spirit must happen. This ceremony must happen so that we can really teach people and begin this healing process within the, elder, the, the elders that we must have a conversation with them and say, no, what your way you're thinking is not correct. We're humans too. Mm -hmm. So to conclude this conversation, and I know Cynthia, you're going to be like, what? Because mm -hmm. this weekend I went to Mexica New Year. I was invited with Jaen actually to, to, to present uh, his flutes, you know? Mm -hmm. So I went, and she was there again. She was there again. The what? same woman who, you know, who belittled me, you know, five years ago was there again. And she started talking about homosexuals again, you know. And so, but the, the beautiful thing about that is at, at the end of the ceremony, they gave me palabra again, and they asked me to come to the podium. And I just had to nip it on the butt, and I said it out loud. And I said it to her face, and I said it to her husband too, that you know I'm a grandfather, I'm a two spirit grandfather, I am a good person, I have raised Mama. two daughters by myself, and I don't appreciate uh, the homophobia in, in language within ceremony. This is not a place for hatred, and this must end, you know. And so, and I said that I had the courage and the confidence to like speak up and be able to be confident that mm -hmm. I'm in worth your respect. We are all, you know, worth your respect, right? At the end of that, that conversation, five of that group members came up to me and thanked me because they could, they, she's been out of, out of control. So my whole point is that we have to create a, a, a culture of that where we can really start to address some of the elders, why they have this deep-rooted uh, prejudice. Why is it that they're so uh, latched on that something that was actually not part of our culture? It was the, 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 the Spanish who, who came here. It was the, the Christians who taught them that we should hate, you know, two-spirit people. So my whole point is that, you know, this has to change, and, and we have to do it 
kindly, gently, and, and, and the concept that we do it with is soft power. So there's hard power and then there's soft power. Hard power is violence. Hard power is like you're right and you're wrong and, and, and uh, I'm, I'm only right. Soft power is dialogue. So through the soft power, we can start to have these conversations that, that have been long overdue. Okay, thank you for that. Um... Yeah, I, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. And I think the same way that you're thinking, um, you know, why can't two-spirit people just be treated the same? Um, I grew up with, with um, um, I don't want to say it the, the bad way, but, um, but my cousin's a lesbian and I grew up with her and her friends and my best friend is mm -hmm. is a lesbian as well and so you know i grew up with that around me and to me it's normal i don't see anything wrong with that so when you tell me stories like this it really does like oh, it just hits me hard like i can't understand it like where they're coming from or why they're coming that way but mm -hmm. i also understand where you're saying that there's something in them something that happened that or somebody said something to them that makes them think that way or they had something hap happen to them that just changed it all like they had an experience and um i don't know they're not ready to face it or ready to open up about it um to open up but um like you said with with kindness and patience hopefully um the older generation will open up or they just need somebody to just sit with them and explain it to them <clears throat> I, I i totally agree with you and you know i'm glad that you're um uh-huh. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, that, but there are elders who do get it. You know, there are people who are very supportive. So, and that's why the speech that I talked about is so, so, so important because just because of your two-spirit person doesn't mean that you have, have the right and expectation to do the same to others what they have done to you. Yeah. And that's what to win over ourselves. If somebody spouts hatred and then somebody spouts out negativity, it doesn't give us the right to spout it back and create more havoc. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things that we have to change within dancer circles. So my my circle, girl, I snip in the butt right away. Save the drama for your mama. Don't bring your drama <laughs> up in the circle, okay? Don't <laughs> tell your mama about your drama after you leave the circle, but do not bring it in the circle. This is a clean and sober uh, circle. You can practice your Western ways once you leave the circle, but don't be bringing that stuff up in here. Mm -hmm. And so part of that is that we have to start having these conversations within the circle, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the abuse and, and, and the, the arrogance and the, the, you know, the male dominating things and, and, and uh, women having fears that their children, you know, might have something happen to the children. We must not allow these people who have these, uh, these cases of child molestation in our circles. We must not give people platform of hate speech. We must, not, we, we must learn from this and not, uh, uh, not, not, not belittle ourselves, but to, to grow and say, mm -hmm. this has to end. And we have to be able to have those hard conversations with those elders too. Not mm -hmm. all elders know everything and not all elders are correct. And that's <laughs> the thing that we have to be careful with because you know, uh, some people do revere them because they're elders. And you know, some people get the status because you're 
five years old, and it's like, child, let me tell you something. I had to earn my two, my my two elders' status, and I had to work my butt off in order to get there. But just because you're 65 years old, uh, or you got your uh, you know your, your 70 years old, and and, and you're spouting you know negativity and and homophobia and rage and anger, that is not part of an elder medicine. That is not part of elder medicine. You're supposed to unite your tribe. You're supposed mm -hmm. to make your people feel good about being brown. You're supposed to make people feel good about who you are and your long black hair and the drum and all that is there. You, that's that's your, your job as an elder. You're not supposed to be making comments in front of children, in front of youth to disunite people. And so we have to do that within Dansa too. We have to have those conversations that have been put in the back burner, so to speak, in the back of the oh. stove. We need to bring it up in the front of the stove with hot fire and uh -huh. start talking about these issues. They've been long overdue. And you know, the COVID-19 was actually been a blessing. I really tell you, because I have been, I have done things I have never done before in my life because I got the time to do it, right? <laughs> so that's the yeah. first thing. And the second thing is all these issues have manifested, you know, with the Black Lives Matter and, you know, our lives matter too because we have a lot of stuff that we need to work within our Native Indigenous community and we need to start talking about them in a peaceful, calm, respectful way. Mm -hmm. and, and, mm -hmm. and I think that that's the, the key to, to win of ourselves and to transform our own communities in circles. Yeah, and this is why we started the podcast too, so we can share or speak on subjects um, mm -hmm. peacefully. And you know, there's like no, um, yeah, just speak on it openly here without any judgment. Um, let me let me add to that real quick because oh. you, know, you brought you brought you brought some good subjects, right? So right, you're talking about <laughs> you're talking about the elders and all that, right? We talked about this last time on episode one with Michael running, um, running win. And we talked about the same thing about how non-elders are right because they're teaching that way. And it's correct. Like they, they're teaching on you and then you're supposed to teach it down the generation generation. But there are those elders or those, those new elders that come up now that have all that hate and energy on them. And now they get this status called an elder. So now they have it up, meaning because they know our culture-wise, we respect the elders and we, we go off of what they say. But when you say, oh, my elder taught me this, it's always like, okay, who's your elder? <laughs> Who taught you this? Oh, uh, 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 it's always like that. Or they say the name. Oh, okay, but do you know that person, you know, learned off of my uncle? You know, that song was my family song. That right. elder might have taught you, but who taught that elder this? And this is the generation line. It's yeah. kind of a thing of like, um, you know, I'm calling somebody out or you're calling somebody out of like, okay, but this is this is where it came from. Like, don't you understand this bloodline right here? That's their song or that's their dance or that's their style. That's their symbol. That's their sacred symbol. You know, this, this is where it comes from. And yeah. then you bring in sobriety off of that when you have these elders, you know, who are partying up 20 years ago and now they have this status you know of who they become and they think you know those certain ones i'm not saying all of them I'm saying those certain ones that that act that way and you know this is the time of teaching to teach the young generation you know what you want to teach them but they're also vulnerable yeah. meaning they don't know and 
there's a certain protocol they have to go in with them themselves to understand what the hell this elder is even teaching me. Mm -hmm. And it's just a whole different mix and it's a whole different struggle because a lot of people out there take a lot of stuff to heart mm -hmm. and it might not even be the correct protocol way mm -hmm. or even having sweats in the wide open area where there's a public area. That's like, what, what are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> certain stuff that I'm taught from other people and you know these people and it's just like what are you doing I, I know that I have the the land or whatever the sacredness and like the area where I can be private and you don't because you're in the city but there's certain lines that you really don't cross and like you said about the dogs here that's a funny story too but it's just like there's certain stuff you don't understand that is going out in the play and I'm keeping it generalized, not saying anybody, but I'm just like trying to understand the philosophy of what I'm talking about is there's a lot of make-believe stuff when you have to tie back to where it came from and That's understand right. why it's this way. Right. Mm -hmm. Why it's that way. Not right. of it's the right way, but why is it that way? Mm -hmm. Why does this person carry this object? Why does this person have the authority to pull some feathers from somebody, what status did they earn? Not being an elder, but their certain status of being the the, the teacher in the group. And they yeah. have that protocol of educating too, along with that teaching of pulling stuff to educate a yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think you hear something that's very important, lineage. And I like to say, you know, just to conclude to this particular topic is that I think that what's really important is the lineage, who, who the teachers are, and that, that, that young people pick good teachers, that they get, pick good mentors, mentors that are going to, they, they can over exceed them, their mentors. You know, Jael uh, uh, has a great, good teacher, Javier Quijas. He's well respected, you know. And, you know, so now that lineage is there. That, that lineage has been set for, for Jael. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to just remind people what I said earlier, the people who didn't join the conversation is this, that, that I, I, I said two spirit people must ever be vigilant in picking mentors and teachers. There's a saying that says, it's better to fear bad a teacher more than a path of mad elephants. I repeat that again. It's better to fear a bad teacher more than a path of mad elephant. elephant. Also, that a bad mentor or a bad teacher will lead you to hell. So I think that that's a good thing to, to really understand and give like those young people, like, so to speak, be wise who you pick, you know, don't just pick anybody just because, you know. The first one you see. But how can they find out, how can one find out if they have a good teacher or do, should they just ask questions on other peers like hey who is this guy or how long has he been teaching or um mm -hmm. i mean coming from me like i i wouldn't have known like that to find the right teacher or that there's a lineage lineage to follow because mm -hmm. cynthia just she was explaining to me how like you can't just go to any teacher you have to right. you, if if you already have a teacher your teacher should know the teacher that you're going to and they can give you permission to go to that one because they don't want you well um correct me if i'm wrong but i just learned it from cynthia uh this from cynthia the other day how like 
your teacher doesn't want you to go to, to someone else that may be teaching you something wrong or they're not doing it the right way or they're just having this group just because and they're not following like the the chain of command or like um, they want to make sure that the teacher like you said um that are coming profiting off of it yeah <laughs> yeah exactly well you know that that's been going on for for thousands of years where people oh. profit other people so oh, yeah, one yeah. of the important things she's referring to a lineage a lineage is strong that's a, that's very important and then uh, ask those people who were their teachers like he was saying your partner was saying talking about whether the what were the songs learned from where, where mm -hmm. did they come from we have every right to ask people those kind of questions where did you learn that song from uh -huh. what family did you learn it from where did you learn that tradition from we shouldn't have fears like that and they should be able to respond like right away i was in mexico <laughs> one time uh -huh. and i asked some people there uh, some elderly woman you know and because i'm an elder now i, I can have that leisure to be mm -hmm. up front with them and i asked them where did that come from because they, they were offering tobacco to the grandfather ro uh, rocks you know in mexico too you know and I said, well, ¿De dónde viene esa tradición? You know, where did that tradition come from? Mm -hmm. And she right away told me, it came from the north. It came from the, the Native Americans from uh, up, up north. Mm -hmm. And she was precisely mm -hmm. right. She, she knew exactly where her medicine was coming from. And that's what we have to do as young people. We have to be able to, to get our facts, get to know who they are, get a second opinion. There ain't nothing mm -hmm. wrong with getting a second opinion. You know, mm -hmm. is this person been incarcerated? Does the person pay the bills? Do they beat up their wives? You know, we have to get oh, yeah. all that information mm -hmm. because there's some scandalous, some scandalous shady elders out there. And so we have, we have every right to, what is it called, to question authority. We have every right to question authority. Just because they have authority doesn't mean that they're going to take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. They could dodge and take care, you know, and really take advantage of you. So we have to protect ourselves. That's my whole okay. point. Yeah, so don't be scared, y'all, to ask them questions. It's okay. Watch out from the black magic then, yeah. I heard that. <laughs> Everybody wants to be an elder. Everyone wants to be a shaman. Everybody wants to be that. I say, okay, did you, what did, what, what, who taught you? Who's your teachers? Yeah. Who's, te who's teaching you all this? Why? <laughs> you got that position all of a sudden and you've only been doing it for a year? You know? That's a crazy mm -hmm. journey, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, how are you going to be so arrogant, you know? <laughs> um, so going back to the, um, I just want to ask really quick about, you usually put a, a ceremony, you put together a ceremony each year. The, is it called the Two-Spirit Gathering or Two-Spirit Ceremony? And so, okay. Is, mm -hmm. It's just a way that you created for uh, two spirit people to come together or feel comfortable, like uh, unite everybody. Can you explain a little uh, bit of why you you started that, and are you still having it now during um, COVID mm -hmm. or I don't know? Go on. We had last year. We had it. Uh, uh, it, by, by, it was virtual. We had a virtual mm -hmm. one last year, and this year we're we're doing uh, a, a COVID uh, COVID protocol ceremony, mm -hmm. live ceremony. Mm -hmm mask wash stations mm -hmm. stuff like that mm -hmm. so and we only hold in it for 30 30 people so we are going to have one this year and what i think it's important to really understand that that vision came through prayer it didn't oh. come from oh i want to have i want to have a two-spirit ceremony and I mm -hmm. have, you know for the sake, you know, I, no it came through inside the sweat lodge oh 
you can have visions because not to sweat much. You yeah. Can, well, prayer. When you're in deep prayer, things come to you. Mm -hmm. And that's what they call ambition quest, right? You go to have your vision, but to come to a realization mm -hmm. or to come to a point of, of realizing about your prayer where your prayer is so focused and boom, this wisdom comes out, right? And that's exactly what happened to me. I realized that inside, inside, inside of the story, like we call it Temascal. Mm -hmm. We call it Temascal. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I realized, and I said, I want to share that with two spirit people. And that's where it came from. It mm -hmm. came from... Uh, prayer so oh, the ceremony wow. is for two spirit people and and it's just to be able to give them space a free space mm -hmm. and and we're teaching our teaching our, our, our three fundamental things that we're teaching nature ethics connecting two spirit back to mother earth what we can do for mother earth not what mother earth can do for us mm -hmm. but how, how many trees can we plant how many flowers can we do how can mm -hmm. we give back to mother earth and the third thing is that it's a three three part ceremony. We have a procession, we have a danza, we have camping, we have tree planting, and then we have talking circles. So they're all to lift up your spirit and then we have native food. So we, we really try to go back to some of the basic foods that we used to eat. So that's more or less what, what it's all about. Yeah. Cool, um, thank you for sharing that. Um, if anybody wants to join our goal, is it open for anybody? Um, or is it by invitation only? This year, because of COVID, is an invitation only. Okay. And we hope that, that next year, you know, we can open it up. And we want to, we want to be safe, you know. And the only right. thing, too, that I'm so glad you said that, because I know your, your homeboy right there will probably, uh, 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 a ceremony <laughs> is not successful for how many people came, but what medicine you give. Just because you have a ceremony and 500 people show up or 400 people show up doesn't mean that ceremony is successful. What makes a ceremony successful is how many hearts and how many people you can change to transform their lives to go back and challenge life's harsh realities. And that is a successful ceremony where you can have impact on that one individual, that one individual who mm -hmm. is probably suffering or being challenged. And to mm -hmm. me, Having smaller ceremonies for me are more impactful than large ceremonies. Sometimes yeah. you go to ceremony, you don't even know what the hell's going on because it's so far. <laughs> so, yeah. The inner circle is so far, you can't see nothing. You can't hear anything. So anyway, we have a lot of work to do, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But luckily, you'll get one person at a time um, yes. with your ceremonies. I was trying to close something and... I lost you there. Um, um, so, uh, but in the future, if anybody wants to go, is it okay if we share um, your Facebook? Nope, invitation oh, yeah. only. If for the future. <laughs> <laughs> for the future. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one's going to be live stream, and if if, if you go to oh, my, okay. my if you go to my what's it called this your this Facebook? little thing here? No, no, this one, Instagram. Instagram, this okay. Instagram. I, I, it's, the, there's a, a butterfly, a pink butterfly. Mm -hmm. You can also go. To, you can go to Facebook and look up Two Spirit um, uh, uh, Ceremony. So at first you called it. first you called it Two Spirit um, Gathering. We 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 made a huge mistake because a gathering is it's it's not a ceremony. It's a huge oh. difference. A gathering you can have a glass of beer. 
or you can have your barbecue and your focus is not prayer. A ceremony is prayer. Oh, right? okay. So that's so people, we will share it on, um, on the post, but people could find it on Facebook, um, Two Spirit Ceremony. ceremony. You guys that's can right. get the information on there, join his um, live stream. And, mm -hmm. um, and then you can look, you can find me. I'm going to write this down. You can ask me to be your friend, Chico Xavier, and then Garza. You'll see with me and my mother on our regalia. So uh, you can, uh, there, there's my Facebook. So you okay. can request to be my friend, and okay. then I'll add you. Yeah. Um, how long have, have you been, uh, as I'm just learning myself too, and meeting, you know, getting to know you, how long have you been teaching for um, with your group? in Visalia? Uh, yeah, uh, well, we originally started in, 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 uh, in, uh, in Porterville. So I was going to, oh. I, I was going to Fresno. I was going to LA. I wow. mean, you went, you're a danzante, you don't care how many hours you, when you want that medicine, uh. you will go to the state and get that medicine, right? <laughs> so that's I'm old school. I am old school. I will definitely get on the bus. And I used to do that and go to L.A. And uh -huh. I used to do that in Fresno. Wow. And everybody would say, you should just start your own group, you know. And everybody, everybody was kept encouraging me, encouraging me. And I was like, oh, no, I can't do that. So finally, after three-day prayer, I said, I'm going to ask my teacher. And I said, you know, and, and so I called her. And I said, you know, a lot of people tell me I should do my own circle. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, she gave me permission, right? And she's like, just teach what you know. Don't try to impress anybody teach from your heart and teach what you know. And that's how I started. So we started at Porterville and now we're in Visalia. Uh, and Visalia tends to attract a lot more younger people. Oh and yeah. Beautiful space at the Arts Consortium. How do you say that? Consortium? Consortium? That word? Like Arts Consortiums? Consortium? I don't know that that Consortium. Uh, anyway, it's the Arts <laughs> Consortium. <laughs> and 300 Oak Street, every Sunday at 12 noon, we have ensayo. And we are getting people as far as LA. People are coming just to, I, you know, check it out. So you, you were there. You saw the done something. Yeah, I hear some of them say they came from LA. Over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. I mean, you know, when the medicine's good, people will travel. And I get it. Yeah, like, um, yeah. And you and you teach it so well, and it feels welcoming there as well. So it's worth the drive. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool to learn so far. Um, one more yeah, subject you know, that we're, uh -huh. go ahead. No, go ahead. Ask me. Did you want to say yeah. anything else on the subject that we're on right no, now? No, I was just going to give you props because I've I've watched you learn the permiso already. You 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 you're a good learner. Thank you. I try. After Mino said, "Hey, you know, you could go on YouTube and look at video videos," I was like, "What?" And then I did it, and then that's how I learned. <laughs> <laughs> so after practice. After yeah. after the ensayos, then I'll put YouTube on, and then we'll watch it, and then Yanessa will follow me too. She'll she'll tag along, but um, but yeah, I cannot find one. Well, anyway, we'll talk about that later. Chica but... Locas here, man, <laughs> dancing in front of the TV huh? in the way. They're crazy dancing in the way. The TV. Uh, it's called practice. Get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, the last subject that I want to speak on is sobriety. Mm -hmm. Um. Just uh, that also with danza and uh, like being an Aztec dancer, 
dansante that sobriety is part of um, dancing. Like that's something that should be practiced as well. Um, do you want to give your your um, how do I say your insight with yeah. that for sobriety yeah. and dancing? Yeah, well, um, you know. Um, in uh you know in, in my in my in my faith that we 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 have what is called karma and karma is things that uh, we, we 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 inherently uh are challenged with and so you know so some indigenous groups have uh have really uh heavy karma with with addictions and some don't and some you know and so what what has for me was really important that i have learned because i had personally my addiction problems is that it doesn't mm. mix. It's like oil and water. It just doesn't mix, right? And so when, when, when you start to embrace like having, uh, you know, li uh, liquor and coming to to practice like all messed up from, from drugs and alcohol, it's your, your, your prayer is not that focused. For me, that has been just a personal thing. You just don't mix it. And because your 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 state of, of of prayer and your state of focus, right? So if your mind is being altered, it's difficult to really follow through. That, that's the first thing. The second thing, and it has it has a lot of luggage. People struggle with their partners who have addictions. People mm -hmm. struggle um, when that is it's it's in the in in in, in your life. You know, it's also a ceremony. You know, people don't want to see uh, falling people falling down because they're drunk. Um, and so I think for me, it's just been a, a thing that I've decided not, not to participate in, and I don't. And you know, I've never, like for instance, never done crystal meth, you know, which is a huge problem right now. And because of the way I look with my tattoos and my, you know, my face and all that, people think that I do drugs. People always come up to me and ask me, they think that I'm the one who's gonna tell them where to go and get their drugs. Really? But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I get that all the time. Exactly. Or they call me OG and stuff like that. And, you know, they don't, <laughs> they don't know nothing about me, but they, they have the courage to, to come and ask me for the hookup, right? But, uh, you know, I've never done, I've always had these, I've always been scared of doing those drugs because I have an addiction, you know, an addiction mindset. So I think it's a personal choice. And to be honest with yourself, because if you know you're a mess, you don't need to be doing no drugs. If you know you can't even wipe your own ass, then <laughs> don't be like doing things you cannot take responsibility for. And that's, it's, 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 it's a very common sense, excuse the way I said it, I'm sorry for saying it that way, but it is a very, it's about taking responsibility uh, for your life. Taking responsibility for you and the people you impact because when you do bring that into ceremony, you impact other people. Mm. Yeah, so. Wow, I would have never thought about it that way, that they're affecting yeah. more than just themselves when they're in there. Yeah. That's very yeah. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most world religions, all world religions, you know, have issues with addictions because they, 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 they bring problems. They bring problems to the circle. And, oh. you know, go, go to the nightclub and do your thing. But don't come, <laughs> bring that to the sacred circle. They're all closed right now, so right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go to the nightclub and put your clothes on and go and party, but don't bring that energy to sacred circles. And I think that's the best advice because I, I don't want to tell people what to do. I right, tell people right. What to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me see. Um, so we've touched on 
touched up on all the subjects that I wanted to speak on, and I'm sure, or did you want to touch on anything else? Um, well, I, I think, yeah, I think we should close it out. I, I think this it's, it's wise to end these kind of calls, you know, an hour, 15 minutes, an hour and a half at the most, so that way people don't get bored and they can go and have yeah. a dinner and stuff like that. I wanted to thank everybody who's on this phone, on this uh, Instagram. I wanted to thank, you know, all my teachers. I wanted to thank the Yucca people. I wanted to thank the Truly Tribe because I have learned so much from them, the people who are disciplined. There are good people up there. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank those good people who have taught me things too. And so I don't know all the answers. I will never say that I know all the answers. I will never claim to be an elder. I never will claim that I'm a, a medicine man or anything like that, but I will claim that I have people that I look up to and I have good teachers. So I'm very blessed. So to end this conversation, I would say to the young people and every single caller, seek out a good mentor, seek out a good teacher and seek out, surround yourself around positive people. There's a saying that a tree, a, a, a one giant tree or one tree needs many trees for it to survive. So the analogy is we as human beings to, to be able to stand up life's harsh realities and life's, you know, harshness, that we need many trees around us for us never to collapse. So the same thing is to surround yourself in an army of good people, people who will lift up your spirit when you need it. And so I think that's a, the best advice I can give to those people who joined the call today. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Chico. I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking your time to share with everybody as well. Um, we will share your information. So if anybody wants mm -hmm. to participate, um, what is it? Um, tune into your Two Spirit Ceremony. Um, you'll yeah, be having it live it. this year. Live so they can tune in through Facebook. Um, we'll share your Instagram name, your Instagram Facebook. Uh, I mean, your name on Facebook. And mm -hmm. again, thank you. For everything, we really appreciate it, and we will see you Friday. Yes, and Friday. Just before, <laughs> yes, see you guys Friday. And I just want to also and that you know my 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 maestro from Sacramento, Sochi has taught me the lesson of discipline and the the lesson of giving back to Mother Earth. And those two things, I'm so grateful to her. I am who I am today because I had a good teacher happens to be that she's a woman and she taught me those two basic things to give back to mother earth and to have discipline so with that i love you guys take care many blessings and i'll see you friday <laughs> and in Sion. okay right. bye i love you too bye, -bye. bye. All, right. all right guys episode number 10 done and we out man thank you for tuning in um, if you go to our website, you can use the code, the talking stick for a 10% discount. Um, if you have any questions, message us. Um, we will link below Chico's information. So if you want to reach him or if you have any other questions, let him or I know. Bye. We saw.